Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 112 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing if hangriness is actually a thing, what blood sugar levels have to do with it, and how to keep them stable so you don't have to experience irritability every time you're hungry. So today's episode came from this running joke between my husband and I that if one of us is grumpy, it's always because we're either tired or hungry. And like, we'll literally ask each other, like when we're grumpy, like, are you tired? Are you hungry? Okay, great. And then move on. Because as adults, we're not special between sleep and eating we're basically giant toddlers, okay? Let's just face it. We get grumpy when we're tired. We get grouchy when we're hungry. And if you're listening and you're feigning innocence, okay, I bet you do it too, or you know somebody who does it to you. (laughs) So I've been running the sleep experiment for the last few weeks, and I'm gonna share more about it in next week's episode, but I can tell you right now, this is more proof that adults are just giant toddlers that going to bed and waking up at the same time, it's not just for kids. It's going to make you a far more enjoyable person, just like having regular meals and keeping your blood sugar levels stable also will. So hangriness, is it actually a thing? If you've never heard of hangry, it's a mashup of hungry and angry. But before we can even get into if hangriness is a thing, we got to talk about what happens when you are hungry. So glucose is a simple sugar that's critical for your body to function. And your body makes glucose from eating carbs and sugar. So this is stuff like white bread, rice, pasta, potatoes, fruit, honey. And glucose is not a bad thing. Most of the cells in your body partly rely on it for energy. Red blood cells require glucose to make their energy. Your liver stores it for later, and then it'll distribute it to your muscles, your neurons, and cells throughout your entire body to help keep those blood sugar levels consistent throughout the day. But the most important organ that utilizes glucose is your brain. And that's because your brain can only use glucose. So while the rest of your body can become more fat dependent, which is actually the point in ketosis, if you've heard of that and keto. But the interesting thing is that while some of your brain can run on ketones, there are parts of it that will forever be dependent on glucose. So glucose is critical. It is important and everybody needs to have some level of glucose in their body. So when your glucose levels are low, this is called hypoglycemia. And this is what happens when you're hungry. Your body is actually in a hypoglycemic state. And this brings us to being hangry. And the big question here, does being in a hypoglycemic state induce anger? So I found a research paper called Anger State During Acute Insulin-Induced Hypoglycemia, which I absolutely love because that's the very fancy and scientific way to say is hangriness a thing, right? So the researchers asked participants to answer a questionnaire on their anger state when they were in a normal blood sugar state and a hypoglycemic state. 
And hypoglycemia caused both non-diabetic and subjects with insulin-dependent diabetes within the study to report a significant increase in feelings of anger. And this was despite being in a non-confrontational setting, right? So basically, they all got hangry. So why is it that some people, aka myself, get super hangry and others don't? If you are one of those people right now are like, I don't get hangry. I can't even describe it. The feeling that comes over where you just become so, so irritable when you're hungry. But here's the thing. Being hangry doesn't automatically make you a jerk because if that were true, then everybody would be a jerk when they're hungry and we know that that's not true. But it will turn up the dial on what could already be an angry response. And even just writing that, I'm like, ah, bummer, (sighs) right? So being hangry is just gonna make you be more reactive. It's gonna make you maybe be more yourself, but No, I don't even want to just even entertain that idea. (laughs) So how do we manage blood sugar levels so we don't get hangry? Today's episode is brought to you by Rad. Feel better from head to toe with mobility and recovery tools that are designed for every body and every lifestyle. Today, I want to tell you about the NeuroBall. It's about 2.6 inches in diameter. It's got an even smaller micro round inside of it. But the best part is the amazing texture of the NeuroBall. It stimulates the nerves in your hands and your feet. And this will help with pain, reduce tension, and improve blood flow. And it's great even if you're a body work newbie. Now, if you love the show, want to support it, and also want to feel amazing, head on over right now to radroller.com. Use the code BODYNERD at checkout, and you'll save 15% off your entire order, including tools and education. Radroller, R-A-D-R-O-L-L-E-R.com. Use the code BODYNERD and save. All right, let's get back to the show. This is all about preparing and prepping so that you don't get to that state where you feel like you want to throw things or yell. (laughs) The first thing you can do is to reduce and manage stress, which is like, "Hmm, okay, of course. But this is also because hormonal changes during both acute and chronic stress can also affect your glucose balance. So this is things like getting good sleep, moving your body regularly, practicing breath work, tuning into your spiritual gym or journaling or whatever that spiritual gym looks like for you. Meditation. All of these things can help you to manage your stress so you're less stressed even if and even when you are super, super hungry. And getting good sleep is really, really important. We'll talk more about that next week. But when you are tired, your blood sugar levels have a harder time staying stabilized as well. So very, very important to get that good sleep and manage your stress on a regular and consistent basis to the best of your ability. Another thing you can do is to increase your intake of protein and fiber. So protein has a low glycemic index, which means that it has a lower impact on your blood sugar levels. Fibrous foods are also shown to have a lower glycemic index when compared to refined sugar counterparts. So eat more foods that are going to help you to sustain your blood sugar levels and not have those dips that lead to hangriness. I know I ran into this with my smoothies. If I make a smoothie without that protein added into it or even a little bit of fat, like with an almond butter, I get that blood sugar crash from the fruit in there and it's just, it's awful. It takes like the whole day to like get back on the wagon. So make sure that you do have protein and any way you can get fiber from fresh fruits and vegetables, always wanna make sure that that's included in what you're eating as well. 
And if you're really struggling with hangriness, it might be worth it to work with a nutritionist or a functional medicine doctor who's going to help you figure out what's working best for you. So if you are someone who does get hangry, let's all do a little bit better on making sure we're eating foods that are going to sustain our blood sugar levels throughout the day. And maybe just maybe taking a deep breath in and out and letting our partner or the person we're with know, like, listen, I'm really hangry. I'm going to do my best not to lose my temper, but I'm hangry. <laughs> and hopefully that brings way more peace and less hangerness to your day today. So I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? I have always wondered about hangriness and the connection. So it's been interesting to find that, yeah, there is a little bit of a connection, but mostly it's just that we need to manage our hangriness better, Just sort of a bummer. But hey, being a body detective means you're always willing to test stuff, but you're also willing to take responsibility to figure things out. So send any questions you have or your biggest aha from today's episode to me over on Instagram. I'm at Hala Famala. I also want to know if I'm the only person who gets hangry. I really, I really hope not. <laughs> and before I go, don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you know the drill. Subscribe, review, share. Again, tag me on social at Hall of Amala. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, practicing not getting hangry and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.